0: Hello and welcome to Dowdy, the podcast where me, Mariana Fejó, talk to my guests about the concept of bravery, or braveness, even just the moments where folks have been slightly out of their comfort zones. Hello, hello, hello! Here we are again, on another episode of Doughty, and this may be, like, slightly noisy, this intro recording, because I refuse to close the window. It's summer again in London. After a few days of winter, the summer has returned... And I want to take all advantage of it before we go into the darkness of winter. So the window is open and you will have to deal with it. I recorded an episode of Doughty earlier today before I finished the edit of this one that I recorded a few weeks back. And while I was recording I was I started feeling a little itchy. So I decided to slather myself in coconut oil and I've been sliding out of my chair ever since. Fun! Uh, I'm looking forward to finishing this edit and just, like, lying down watching a movie, which may end up being one of the suggestions uh, my guest of my 12th episode uh, gave today on the podcast. So be sure to listen to know which suggestions I'm talking about. I have mentioned a few times in already released podcasts, in and probably in some of the podcasts that I've already recorded, but that I haven't uh, gone out yet, that I hadn't looked for the definition of brave yet. And I did today. I have it in front of me. And the definition of brave as an adjective is ready to face and endure danger or pain, showing courage. And as a verb, endure or face unpleasant conditions or behavior without showing fear. I think... All my guests have given a a better definition for the word, so I'll stick to asking each and every one of my guests what their definition of brave is, because they're better linguists than Google is. I've just finished editing the podcast, you're just about to listen, and I felt like it was a very nice ASMR episode. Tell me if I'm correct, or if I'm, I don't know what I, ASMR is, uh, but like... Enjoy it either way because it's a fun episode and it starts as all Dowdy episodes start with my guest Carmen J. Alley introducing herself.
1: Hi, um, my name is Carmen Alley. I am a performer, I am a comedian, an actor, and a burlesque performer. I perform burlesque as April Fiasco, my weird alter ego. And I'm also a co-organizer at the online virtual strip
0: club CyberTease. That's great. I've been, I haven't been to CyberTease yet, but I always see it pop up, and Sh- I'm always.
1: It's, it's on tomorrow night. <laughs>
0: I'll Guys, send, I'll send you a discount code. Log in. Yeah. <laughs> How would you define bravery?
1: Oh God, I guess doing something even if it's hard or scary because it's fun or it's the best thing to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, as I said in the last podcast recording, I I haven't looked it up in the dictionary, but that's like <laughs> the, the definition I think is correct, is doing something despite fear or something. That's what makes it brave, right? Because you do it anyway. I
1: guess, yeah. Because if it's not, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? Because people, I'm sure people have said this loads on podcasts, how people always go, oh my God, you're a comedian, you're so brave. And it's like, not really babes like (laughs) you've got a very I don't know low bar of what you consider bravery yeah
0: I think that's like one of the reasons I started this podcast Mm. is the amount of times people tell me I'm brave for things I think aren't brave so I think the discussion is interesting and I want to know what people think they have done that has been brave and I've asked you to think about a moment or moments in your life in which you have been brave have you (laughs) thought about them
1: (laughs) Oh my
0: god, I was I supposed to do thinking? Yes. Oh I'm <laughs> or not... you can just think now. So something like, I've done uh, that's
1: great. Yeah.
0: Or just like out of your comfort zone because as I said as well. <laughs> before I find it hard
1: like like swimming in the sea or like when I couldn't touch the bottom and now like Mm. when I went on holiday recently I just was like swimming in the sea and like not just staying near the shore like swam out a bit and I know some people think that's just standard but I thought that was quite brave
0: how how confident a swimmer are you (laughs)
1: like I'm much better than I used to be I used to be like pretty mediocre and then I had some swimming lessons and he taught me some better technique so that was yeah. good. I feel like school swimming lessons were so bad. They just didn't prepare us for the world of swimming in the sea. Oh, swimming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Swimming in a like, swimming pool is very different no than way. swimming in yeah. the sea. Yeah. I, I did, did you have swimming lessons at school? Like yeah, normal but school? they were
1: not. They were not great, yeah. And, like, they only taught us how to do front crawl. And I actually am not very good at front crawl. I don't really... It doesn't really work for me. So I only learned how to do breaststroke at, like... 25 or something but like I love doing breaststroke and I'm way better at breaststroke and why didn't they just teach us that in the first place because I can swim much longer for much further doing that i don't know maybe they just didn't want to use the word breast when we were at school
0: maybe (laughs) but that is that that sounds like interesting to me because i i think that's the first thing the first thing i learned the first thing i was taught how to swim was breaststroke because it's the easiest one and then you go i know incrementally (laughs) learn the more difficult
1: ones i don't know i don't know babes north london (laughs) schooling it's just not up to (laughs) standards
0: And I feel like everyone, I don't know, when you first start going to a a swimming pool or like Mm. the sea when you're a kid and you didn't have lessons, that's how you do it with Mm. like your little arms or like a dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I quite like doing doggy paddle sometimes just for fun. It's just kind of cute, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't really like get you that far and you can't really do it for a long time, but it's just kind of like, yay, la la la.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And when you said, when you say you've gone like further into the sea, it's just like at the beach or did you ever swim in like open water?
1: At the beach, but me and my friend yeah. went to this, like, open water lake thing recently. And that was, like, that was before I went to the beach. And I was like, ah, uh, it's so deep, I'm so far away. But they gave us those float things yeah. that you hold on to. Like, you hug like a baby and they make you float. So I was like, okay, it's not so bad.
0: Lakes are more difficult because there's no yeah. salt. So Yeah, they don't make you float, float as buoyancy. easily. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is scary, though, because, you know, like, because of tides and stuff, sometimes it, it may be scary. Yeah. It doesn't matter how how good a swimmer you are. You got
1: to watch out for those tides. Apparently you're supposed to s- yeah. swim parallel to the rip tide and then when it's over you swim diagonally back to sea. So there's your um, swimming safety advice for the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good because like I read in uh, in uh, the news at some point during this summer where like some people were taken by the tide in one of the British Oh uh, shit. See, see places a little boy had read how like secure or had seen like a show at the bbc of how to fight the tide right and they told him just to to that program told people just to float right so he was like found eight hours later just floating something like that but he was fine and yeah, alive. He yeah, just no, no, floated that. for I hours mean, yeah that
1: is true did you see there was that woman who like fell off a boat or like a ship in the middle of the ocean and she was like floating on her back for like eight hours or something and then she was found but yeah. she was fine that like, you just have to float on your back and especially if you're on the sea and yeah. it's going to help you float yeah because there's a lot but of apparently she faults. was singing to like you know keep herself calm which i think yeah. i would do probably
0: and warm as well because i imagine just like stay standing there uh, still floating must make you cold depending on the temperature of the water that's but, true yeah. you
1: could move your arms though still flowing yeah. and just like move your arms yeah
0: <laughs> and is there like because i i usually say that i it's hard for me even when i guess i've done something that is brave i think it's hard for me to admit that i have been brave so sometimes it's easier to think of moments where i've put myself out of my comfort zone do you have moments like that where you've just put yourself out of your went out of your comfort zone
1: what what's the difference? Sorry,
0: I don't understand <laughs> I don't I think it's just just in my brain that it is a different. Oh, okay. difference Maybe that's the thing. because for me it's hard to like brave seems something more epic more like epic yeah yeah like you've you've done
1: something really heroic yeah not just like gone and swam out you know I think like if, into, the suite,
0: <laughs> into the sea I think that is brave but I don't know sometimes <laughs> just like going out with a silly jumper is something out of your comfort zone and I you know, do I it get anyway. that.
1: yeah yeah there's a fine line between you, yeah just wearing a silly jumper and actually doing something that scares you I guess I don't know yeah I don't know. I do. I do. I try to do things outside of my comfort zone quite often because that's how you push yourself and that's how you learn and grow and all that bullshit. So (laughs) (laughs) it's surely it's just boring if you just only do things that you're comfortable with. Yeah, obviously, like not in a in like a what's the word violating your boundaries kind of way. (laughs) But you know what I mean. If it's hard, if it's a bit hard, then you're you're like you. Then if you push through then you have a breakthrough and then it's, like, amazing.
0: Yeah. And is it easy for you, was it always easy for you to do things that are a a bit hard? Or was it something that you've started doing consciously? I think it's probably got easier
1: as I've got older. It's weird, because when you're a kid, you're not really scared of anything, are you? And then you kind of grow up and you're like, oh, no, everything's really bad. Oh, I'm not going to do that, I'm not sure. And then, I don't know, I've just found a new sense of, like, childlike fun and discovery and braveness. I'm doing inverted commas but you can't see it. Um, (laughs) um, I guess because you're just, I'm just like, oh well we're all gonna die soon so let's just do all the fun scary things that we can do in In that time, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, I just think I'm weird because, like, some people, like, like I did a skydive and I wasn't really that scared, and like people think that's really weird. But then I try to explain that because it's so high up, you can't, you don't get vertigo or anything because it's so high up, you can't even imagine it. It's so surreal. You're just like sitting on the edge of the plane, and you're like, oh, this is a bit weird. But then I don't know. And then afterwards. I was like, "Yeah, that was OK. That was interesting. And my, my boyfriend at the time, who was a massive skydiver, was like, "You're the least enthusiastic after a skydive that I've ever <laughs> seen."
0: <laughs> I, fe- I feel like that'll be scary for me.
1: But I think a bungee jump would be way scarier, because you can see how high up you are." Whereas like, skydiving is just so weird. You, your brain can't really process how high
0: up you are, so it's not as scary. Yeah.
1: And especially if you do a tandem, obviously if you do on your own, it is scarier.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a little, like, uh, afraid of heights in a weird way because I'm not afraid of man-made heights. Like, if I go to the top of the Eiffel Tower or the Empire okay. State Building no, or something sense. like that, I'm, I don't have vertigo. But if I'm, like, in a natural place, I feel like it can all crumble suddenly. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes not, sense. Yeah.
1: What about um, roller coasters and theme parks? How are you with them?
0: Um... I'm good with that. I yeah, like feel I fucking, like ner- nervy, that. but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but fun. Yeah. Yeah. I did do like one of the big roller coasters at uh, Thorpe Park I think I went to Thorpe Park like a couple of years ago and I had a bit of whiplash from one of the big oh, roller no. coasters on Co- one of the loops
1: was it Colossus because Colossus is it's like makes you really dizzy I learned a yeah. trick because I used to really hate it and always feel sick that if you lean slightly to one side and have your head like right against the um, headrest and don't move it the whole time then it's, it doesn't give you whiplash it doesn't make you sick afterwards
0: yeah I feel like I could I tried to stay uh <laughs> just back, <laughs> but I couldn't and I think that was my mistake if uh, I had just left myself go I don't know Oh
1: uh, no I think you have to um, lean slightly to one side and that's how you can stay still my friend taught yeah. me that technique but um I love Thorpe park it's the best I love stealth and saw and all the rides it's amazing
0: yeah it's fun I when I went uh I was because they, they also have a lot of water, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Tidal wave is like the and best was, water ride ever.
0: Yeah. It was a very warm day and I oh, loved being so like wet. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> is there like in another it's i'm going to ask you to think about your life again <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is there another moment in or other moments in your life when you haven't done something because of fear so I the opposite of that being brave
1: i didn't really like commit to being a performer when i was younger because i don't know if it was fear or just like not really knowing how to go about it or thinking i wasn't good enough or like being like oh no I need to just get a real job and make some money and now I'm like no (laughs) not doing that anymore and like I always wanted to be an actor and like I literally got my first paid acting jobs like this year and like I'm in my like mid-30s and like never thought that would happen because I didn't really pursue it when I was younger and I'm like oh I should have just gone for what I wanted Like like, there's no point being scared and stopping it from going after your dreams because then you're going to be old one day and be like, oh, I I wish I'd done that. Why did I not do that?
0: And you do like as a performer, I know it's weird to say you're brave uh, (laughs) in a thing that you want to do, which I think is one of the reasons why saying, oh, you're a stand up, you're brave is weird for us. But it is you have to be very comfortable yeah, in totally. doing silly things in order to be a performer like and to be an actor you have to be okay about doing things that you know aren't real
1: yeah yeah totally and like I think people maybe think that because we're saying we're not brave it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that we don't get nervous or that we don't like have this fear and we have this like feeling about it we still get nerves like that stage fright is a real thing but you just push through it because you love it so much and like it kind of helps you and the buzz that you get is so good whereas I think people who don't enjoy it and don't understand it they get those nerves but they don't get the fun excitement bit with it as well
0: yeah I think like one of the things I I feel about this period where we're not performing live some live stuff is happening already but I haven't been doing like online gigs either and I also feel like they are different I've done a couple Mm. and I feel like what you feel with them is different but I think part of what I miss is that like initial nerves, like stage fright thing and then at the end you have like adrenaline because you went through with it I
1: know, it's amazing, it's such a rush
0: yeah and I really miss that don't do drugs guys, just um, get a career in the performing arts (laughs) it's healthier maybe, I don't know, maybe Mm. it's worse for your mental health yeah (laughs) (laughs) I changed my mind. <laughs> Go take all the drugs. <laughs> what change in your life that made you, yes, I am going to pursue this dream that is maybe slightly scary because it's not very secure a job?
1: I guess, yeah, just realising that I won't be happy if I don't and that, like, the normal nine-to-five life is not really for me. Even though I, like, I have had some jobs I really enjoyed doing, um yeah just my own the fear of my own mortality and
0: like not getting
1: to live my life to the fullest
0: so you'd say now you're happy with your choices yeah 100 percent, definitely
1: and like I started taking antidepressants earlier this year as well and that's really helped massively so yeah I'm like I used to always think that I'll be happy when I do this or when I have this or when this happens and I don't feel like that anymore I feel like I'm happy now and that's great and like if you're not happy now then are you ever going to be happy obviously you might still have things you want to work on or things you want to work towards but that's a different thing
0: yeah we have uh touched upon that in one of the episodes the episode with Isabella Chera that is out today uh where we talk about the idea of being happy in the moment and yeah because you will you will never be happy when you Exactly,
1: exactly. It's very Eckhart Tolle, which, um, Tolle, Tolle, Tolle? I don't know how he says it, um, but it, I mean, it's a lot of like potential spirituality, some of his books, but the living in the moment thing is completely right and. Does improve your life massively, Yeah,
0: but it's incredibly hard. Yeah, it's
1: hard. It's very hard.
0: But you just have to keep practicing. You, yeah, but you are you are always working for things in your future, and it's hard to to find that balance of how to. I guess for me, uh, how to keep working for things you want but also trying to be happy with what you have.
1: Yeah, so it's a balance you have to get,
0: right? Yeah. Do you have any tips on how to achieve that?
1: (laughs) I don't know, just maybe, like, write a list of all the things you've achieved so far and, like, all the things that you're grateful for in your life. And whenever you find yourself, like, getting too angsty about something that's happening in the future, just be like, well, that's not happening yet. Just have a cup of tea and chill out. That's a very. Uh, <laughs> that was such an English thing to yeah. say, wasn't it? Just have a cup of tea and chill out. That
0: was exactly what <laughs> I was is, going to say. Just
1: like, have a cup of tea. Boy, that's like that half-white side of me coming out. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I did go to this. This is nothing to do. It's like a, a complete tangent. But I went to the um, anti-specialist right before coronavirus. What specialist? Uh, happened. ENT, ear, nose, and throat. Oh,
1: ENT, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, to check my <laughs> my vocal cords. Okay. And I got, like, a little camera yeah. inserted up my nose. Oh, wow. Into my vocal cords, oh. which was fun and exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just itchy, but the guy said my vocal cords are great and very flexible, but they have light signs of acid reflux. Oh, I've got acid so reflux sh- as well, yeah. and I should taking should stop taking tea, coffee, and spicy foods. Yeah, and drinking. Yeah, and, like drinking. Should... I'm fine with, but the rest I can't. I can't stop oh, eating no. spicy I, foods, I, I can't tea and give coffee,
1: up wine, tea, coffee, or spicy foods. No way. So
0: yeah, <laughs> like. It's fine. I'll have acid reflux. Yeah, it's fine. same base. We, but we, you, are,
1: we are more likely to get um, gastrointestinal cancer. So we got to watch out for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but as you said before, we're all going to die at some point. So it's fine. Just do what you like, exactly. like eating spicy foods. Do what you love.
1: And... Eat yeah. a curry if it makes you happy. That's the sound bite yeah. for this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you have anything coming up in your life in the like near future or uh further away future? That you will have to be like brave to do, that you'll have to muster all your bravery to be able to do.
1: No. I should probably book something, <laughs> shouldn't I? I feel like I need to book like a a scary activity. Yeah. I wanna take um my partner to Go Ape because he's never been before. But like Go Ape's not really that scary once you've done it. A what few is times. go ape? It's like a uh, you're like in the treetops and you have like a harness oh. on and you like walk across things that and you the best bit of it is the tarzan swing because you just like kind of like s- swing basically obviously it's a swing but you like jump off and then you swing against the net and it's amazing but it's it's more fun if you jump up first because then you you fall like further yeah that sounds
0: fun but also fun. scary as I said I'm afraid of like high stuff it's a weird uh, phenomenon because maybe I was younger but I remember doing things of that sort like repel like things yeah without like without harnesses and stuff because it was just the way they did it where I've done it uh, and I was like I was scared but I've yeah. done it anyway because yeah, yeah. it seemed fun but the thing is it makes sense
1: that most people are scared of heights. Like, it's a, it's an evolutionary thing. It's so that we don't jump off high buildings and kill ourselves. Like, it's not weird to be like, I'm scared of jumping off this high thing. It's actually probably weird that we go against it and make all these fun
0: activities to, like, make us do it. I'm still going to But do again, them, it's but... that, <laughs> it's wanting that, that feeling yeah. of adrenaline and fear. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I was thinking of something that... Um, Have you got anything I scary didn't... coming up? Oh, I have like, I do, I try to do things that scare me all the time and things like these, the height thing or mm. the, the fear for my body, like physical stuff. Yeah. I try to do them anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I am very worried, Uh, like I'm currently trying to be able to do a handstand.
1: Oh yeah. Handstands are hard. Like I've done them before, but not for a long time when I was a, a, yeah. quite a bit younger, but I might, I might try and learn how to do one again. Yeah. <laughs> I actually but I find like that scarier than going on like a ride or something like doing a handstand. Like what how how yeah. does it work?
0: <laughs> I think it's because it depends it's it's on you, right? Mm. It's not uh yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but I have like irrational I I know it's scary and I know it's fine to be scared, but then I have like little irrational fears on the way I'm doing it. Like I can't do it against a wall. Why not? Which I know <laughs> is the easiest way to eventually achieve it. <laughs>
1: You're just holding but yourself like, back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I feel like if I kick too hard, I will kick the wall and hurt my feet. Nah, and you'd be fine. Collapse on the floor. Just
1: put some soft socks on or something.
0: <laughs> That's my, my invention. I will create like some pillowy socks so I can do a handstand against the wall. <laughs> As a performer, and you said you are a burlesque burlesque performer, are there things you have like physical stuff? you do with your body that you thought that are difficult like a handstand or like some flexibility stuff that you achieved with time and that you are excited about Uh,
1: like some pole moves that I've learned how to do over time like some like weird upside downy things but I'm just I kind of didn't really stick at it for quite a few years and now i've started getting back into it so i've got a pole now but like relearning everything like so when i did a handstand before it was against a pole but i haven't been able to do that for a long time so yeah that's something i'm gonna have to like rework on i'm not like super flexible but i would like to be more flexible and be able to do more fun tricks and things
0: I've decided during quarantine to, like, I have a yoga ball I had never used because it was just, like, something my flatmate gave me instead of throwing away. And I decided I'm not sitting on it now because I want to be still to record (laughs) a sound ball. But I've been sitting on my yoga ball while I work. And that has made my, like, my squat a lot lower. Oh. So I think there's, like, things you can do good. during your days yeah. that will make you, your flexibility improve a lot. I have taken one pole dance class. Okay. And it was incredibly hard. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those weird th- I, And I also took, like, a silk rope one.
1: Oh, yeah, I've done silks as well. Silks are really Which, hard too. Yeah. Which is way harder because yeah, it's harder. Because at least with yeah. pole, you, you there are like moves you can do very near the ground, like spinning moves and things that you don't need much strength or height for. Whereas like yes. circus things, like getting on the actual thing is like half the yeah. battle. Like aerial hoop is really fun, but like so hard just to. I find it even hard just to get up there <laughs> now. I'm just yeah. like, oh, and then they make you do all these sit ups on the hoop and things. It's like. <sighs> <laughs>
0: there's like a lot in of a balance circle and look
1: pretty. why are you making me do
0: stuff <laughs> just want to be here yeah. Um, but yeah the, the movement of the silks is really hard to because the the pole is there so if you like pull yourself against yeah, yeah. it it won't move yeah. the silk just moves and makes it a lot everything way difficult but the weird thing about the class I've done which was a beginners class is I feel like I was the only person who wasn't able to get upside down on the silk oh. so i was very very disappointed Maybe they weren't all beginners they were just fake yeah it. i think they were all lying <laughs> and i would like to try other uh pole dancing classes uh, i have recently gone down a. it's again a tangent but i went down a firefighter
1: oh my god that's really pole. cool how did that happen
0: this is like I can't say this, but I have a friend who's a firefighter and he isn't allowed to let us in, but he did. And I. it's just like one one flight, which is not as exciting as like more flights, uh, more yeah, floors. Yeah, yeah. It's but not it was as exciting very as the scary movies, for me. Is
1: it? Was it? Was it still exciting?
0: It was still exciting because it was very scary for me just uh, leaving the ground mm. and uh, I propelling myself against the pole. But then it goes down really, yeah. really slow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to be really scared of those things on playgrounds, you know, where you go down the pole, because I did it once when I was a kid, and I bashed my fanny really hard by accident, so then I w- literally wouldn't do it for years until, as an adult, I learnt to pole dance, and then now, obviously, I can go down them. But, like, yeah...
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, th- that's like, I have a memory similar to that of a very, uh, way less dangerous. Graphic, uh, graphic. <laughs> no, painful. No, no, it's still graphic and payf- painful, but like a, a less dangerous kids' playground thing. You know those ones that are like a little mo- motorbike or a little horsey oh, yeah, yeah. and they're like on a spring. Bouncy so ones, yeah, just... I knew
1: you were going to say yeah. that.
0: And I was doing it like I stood up from the seat oh. and I was doing it standing up and it just bashed against my fanny so oh, I had a bruise. Oh,
1: fannies, they're such yeah. a liability at the playground. <laughs> yeah.
0: <They are. laughs> that sounds way dodgy. That's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not how I meant it to sound. <laughs> oh.
0: Uh. <laughs> Do you have like anyone in your like real or fictional in your life or someone famous that you would say is a brave person you would use as an example of bravery?
1: Can I say Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. <laughs> 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 I fucking love she that show. She didn't know who she was. <laughs> she, that was so, I love it. We we rewatched it in lockdown because Callum hadn't seen it before and we watched it from the beginning and oh it's just so good it's just such a good show and she she is really brave she does some brave things she jumps down like a hole into the earth with like a kind of makeshift harness on her to get the demon to come out like she, she she'll just do anything to save the world
0: yeah and all of them like all of them are very brave because they're all very scared right Xander and willow are also mm. always scared of everything but they still do stuff
1: yeah it, it always really bothers me how they never went to self-defense classes you think that if you found out you lived on a hellmouth <laughs> and that you were going to be helping your friend who's a slayer that you'd go and do some martial arts like what? Yeah. Buffy nearly gets killed by vampires sometimes. How was she allowing zando and Willow to go on patrol with no training? And this is before Willow even had all her witchy powers. Like it doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, well, it's true. I digress. <laughs> there's like a lot of things that don't make sense about Buffy. Because someone posted the other day on Twitter that there, there's an episode where she gets a croissant at the Bronze. So it's like she goes to the nightclub and gets a. a a cross, a, a, pastry.
1: A pastry? Yeah. Yeah, but the Bronze does do food. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it's a nightclub, so it's. I know, like, but it's
1: weird, odd. isn't it? It's a, it's a weird little club for like, like, you can go there underage. America's different, though. I don't really understand that. But yeah. they can't drink until like they're 21, a... which is insane. Who made that rule? What a weird
0: Yeah. I think, like, most of them probably drink before they're 21. Mm. But, like, I, I mean, don't know that, how. That's the
1: official. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. can't drink till we're eighteen, so we start start drinking at fourteen. Like they can't drink till they're twenty one, so they start drinking at like seventeen, eighteen.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's <laughs> then maybe they're right because. <laughs> They make it to official drinking age later so that people start drinking Mm. on
1: I don't know. I think think the Europeans have it right where you drink wine with your dinner and then it's just a normal thing and it's not like a, oh my God, you can't do that. And then you you go and get drunk and you get so smashed the first time because you haven't learned how to drink in moderation.
0: It's true. And it's like one of the big things about me moving from Portugal here because I've been drinking, like our official age to drink like wine and beer is 16. And then other like, vodka and stuff like that, it's 18. So there's oh, okay. two different Yeah, yeah. Um, That, that, that kind of makes sense, actually. And But I have been drinking... I started drinking before I was 16, and yeah. I started drinking in the house because yeah, my parents yeah, yeah. would, like, yeah. let me try their wine and stuff like that. And I feel like we've always drank... Not... Like, I've got drunk at uni a lot mm. and in... That's irresponsible ways that's what ways. uni's for <laughs> <laughs> but we've always we always drink like with food we go for yeah, dinner yeah. and we drink yeah. with food so i feel like the the way we get drunk is health. it's healthier we don't get to a level of for me like what i'm going to say it when i got here and started seeing people like at 7 8 p.m outside of pubs just yeah, yeah. completely fucked out of their yeah. heads is
1: odd you just think of yourself as cultured, don't you You're like, if I drink it with dinner, it's fine. (laughs) But I know what you mean. Like, I think this kind of like shot culture of like drinking shots and getting really smashed is like, I don't know, obviously, I've done that because I'm a person who went to uni in the UK. But like... (laughs) it's just it's a bit overrated and it is a bit um self-destructive whereas like having a nice dinner and having some wine when you're like 21 that just doesn't seem like a fun night out but when you're like in your 30s you're like that is a fun night out for me i don't want to go and do like five shots of tequila and be sick in the toilets anymore
0: to be clear about it, we didn't just like leisurely have dinner and drink wine like uh, we do like in dinner parties now. I stopped drinking, so I don't do it anymore. But that's another story. But we would like heavily drink with like make each other like bottoms down and stuff like that during dinner. So it okay. was like a responsible right. thing. But the the thing is like when you eat the alcohol, oh, yeah, the, the alcohol is less gets absorbed.
1: Absorbed, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a that's a classic role. you got to have a big dinner before you go out drinking. The times that I've got really smashed have been when I've ignored that, even though I knew it was not a good idea, and just had a snack or a small dinner or had dinner way before. And then I'm like, oh, this is why I'm so drunk.
0: Yeah, but it's it's hard to balance that because you start drinking like after work or whatever mm-hmm. here when you go to the pub and then people don't stop to to have dinner. And I've heard eating is cheating, so
1: You're talking to the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be another rhyme, but I can't think of a good one right now. Eating is eating is beating, no. Oh is. fuck. Is. Okay. Just edit that bit out. Yeah. Eating, is, eating is bleeding. Eating is fucking amazing and it doesn't rhyme and I don't care. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What are things about Buffy that make you, besides the obvious, uh, that make you like her and like the series? And...
1: Uh, I like how it's quite tongue in cheek. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it's got a very specific kind of style and sense of humor, and it's got it's just got some great characters as well. Like Spike is an amazing character. Giles Spike is great is amazing. Faith and Anya and Cordelia like they're just they're just so funny and interesting and like it's yeah it's just of its time I as well do... like
0: the fashion is amazing yeah. as well like, <laughs> it's so good I have rewatched it not during quarantine maybe like a year ago and yeah you can feel that it is of its time and sometimes yeah. it's a little yeah problematic <clears throat> Zander oh. but, <laughs> <laughs> but I love
1: I love like it makes me, I guess it makes me feel nostalgic because I literally I watched it I grew up watching it I watched it yeah. from the first episode when it was on tv so like it's a very nice kind of 90s throwback. Also, Glory. Yeah. Glory's a, an amazing character. She's such a great actor, the woman, woman that plays Glory. Yeah.
0: Season five. Is that the teacher. No,
1: season five. Oh. Glory. Glory. No spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. She's in season five and
0: she's a villain. I think I w- have to rewatch oh, it again because I can't to. remember that character. Yeah. Have you watched any of the spin offs? I watched Angel, but obviously it wasn't as good because men can't do things as well yeah. as women can. So. <laughs> I have watched Angel at the time because yeah, it was like after that, and I really, I I thought it wasn't great. Also, what's his name became David less Boyanis. attractive with time. <laughs> yes, David <laughs> <laughs> Boreanaz. Oh,
1: uh, poor David. Boyanis. And I've never watched Cordelia. He um oh. I was queued up for one of those sign-ins once back in the day and he signed my photo or something. What did he sign for me? I don't even know. I don't even think he signed anything. I think they made you pay £20 extra to get it signed, so I didn't pay for it. So I just took a photo with him on a disposable camera. So somewhere, yeah. my mum has a photo of me and David Boreanaz. Or maybe just him. I don't even know.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> very the disappointing. Before...
1: That's when I learned that you should never meet your idols.
0: Yeah. I have an experience. I used to work like for film festivals and mm. my... My role in them was to be the guest liaison. Mm. So I met like the people. It was like a very like first movie kind of thing. So none of them were hugely famous. And I guess the most famous person I've met was Ron Perlman, Hellboy. Who? Ron Perlman, he's Hellboy. I don't and, know who like, that is. Sons Sorry. of Anarchy and stuff oh, like that.
1: Oh, I've watched Sons of Anarchy. Who is he? He's in like Sons of the,
0: Anarchy. The older guy. Oh, Clay. Yes, Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was great. He was great. He was super, super nice and super super uh, down to earth and then there were like young people which I guess I, I'm going to date myself but like born in 97 who were <laughs> little oh okay there, is there a red carpet for me to walk on <laughs> come on you're not it's your first movie you're very young wow. <laughs> what these millennials are you talking about
1: honestly
0: yeah <laughs> Uh do you have any other like just because we're talking about celebrity, encounters? celebrity stories yeah.
1: I I did do a show once where Hugh Grant was in the audience and oh. he, after the show, said to me at the bar, I was, wor- I was worried you were going to be crap, but you were really good. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah
0: i also have like an experience with hugh grant He's at the a, Central not festival
1: charm, isn't
0: he? yeah and uh, the screening of the movie he was on was, on, was at the rio in hackney in dalston okay uh and he, he was like oh i've lived in london my whole life and i've never been this far <laughs> What? and my idea of i i I, wow. I thought it was dodgy and it's really great and he's like what yeah he's
1: got these weird preconceptions hasn't he he's gotta have them yeah. broken down one at a time it's our, our yeah. job to do it. <laughs> you know he saw a woman get on stage and he was like oh she's not gonna be good he went to dalton and was like what the, where the fuck is this but he's he's learning slowly yeah
0: you just need to bring him out more like hang out hey <laughs> okay, you
1: if you're listening to, you, you'll be invited to, yeah. to all our shows when they start happening more often again exactly
0: and do and do buy a lot of tickets for your friends as well mm. money <laughs> make it rain <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> we are winding down and right at the end of the podcast and the last thing you have done a small one at the start but do you have any plugs oh yes These so when is this going to come will out will come out not like next wednesday The n- wednesday after
1: okay so um we're gonna have a little cybertease break but we will be back at some point so if you want to follow us on instagram it's at cybertease underscore if you'd like to follow my carmen instagram it's at Carmen Jean Alley and if you'd like to follow my burlesque insta it's at April Fiasco and if you go to one place you can find me on the rest of the if you find one you can find all of them basically because I link all my profiles together so Um, yeah oh yes yes and i'm doing a burlesque show in september and in october so i will be posted about it, ah, I'm it will, so that, excited? will be
0: live yeah live, live real show shows? i'm oh, so excited awesome. to get on stage
1: again yeah it's gonna be great
0: that reminded me of something you may not want to answer because sometimes it doesn't have any either justification or you just don't want to share it but how did you come up with your burlesque name
1: oh i always say because i was born in april my life's a fucking fiasco <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But yeah, it just just took a long time of like writing down names and being like, no, no, no. And I was like, this one, this one suits me. I like this.
0: I've heard, again, maybe you don't want to describe it, but I've seen you post on groups uh, about like having a Halloween uh, act and a cake act. And then I become really curious.
1: So my, so my Halloween act is um I'm gonna be doing that at show in September so I'm still working on that I've been working on that app for about 10 years like burlesque the first time round, and then I stopped doing it and I brought it back so Halloween act is where I'm just as a witch and I'm ready to go out and then um you'll have to see what happens you have to come and see what happens yeah. no spoilers <laughs> the cake act oh the cake act is quite fun I might as well just tell you what happens basically I see a cake and I want to eat the cake, but I'm like, no, no, I shouldn't eat the cake. Cake is naughty. No, no, I won't eat the cake. And then the cake keeps tempting me. Then eventually I give in and I eat the cake. And then me and the cake go on a date together and we like take a selfie together and we fall in love. And then the cake whispers to me because it wants me to sit on the cake. So then I take my skirt off and I give the cake a lap dance and I sit on a cake. <laughs> that sounds and fun awesome. and I, I love so taking fun.
0: going on cake dates it's, it's not I, and I take a lot of selfie like selfies off cakes I guess. yeah so yeah it's relatable <laughs> I also took one burlesque dance class I take a lot of classes one off classes go you back never go back. yeah <laughs> but yeah it's another thing I want to try again Yes, yeah, I didn't it. I didn't love the class I take I took, but I've talked to a lot of <laughs> people and they've told me it wasn't a good class. You'll have <laughs> or, to tell me after yeah.
1: when we get off air. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um I can recommend some good ones for you. Yeah. But yeah we, would you want to perform burlesque then
0: uh, I don't know if I'd like to perform i mean i'm I'm a performer, I think above anything else, mm. uh, so I love being like doing stuff um, so maybe if I'd got to a place where I liked what i've I'm doing with it, but I think it's just like a, a nice thing to do to be more comfortable yeah, yeah, with definitely. your body and it's the way it moves and being yeah.
1: confident and stuff and like burlesque doesn't have to be like all sexy and sparkly it can be like it's burlesque literally means to parody so it's it can be yeah. very funny and comedic and tongue-in-cheek so yeah and i like yeah. a lot
0: of the um, darker burlesque acts.
1: yeah golesque gothlesque yeah yeah so, they good
0: i guess i could Get find an idea in that space and yeah, try and do, do it, it. Yeah, something for the future
1: <laughs> so you asking me because you want to know how to come up with your burlesque name
0: oh yeah sure <laughs> uh, n- names are hard because I've like yeah everything I had to name has been very hard and a lot of the my the best names of things I do haven't been I, I didn't come up with them <laughs>
1: what, what does doughty mean for the podcast I literally have no idea
0: Doughty is like an old time timey word for brave
1: oh
0: and that I just went on to Zauros and I thought it was a fun, fun should, word because it sounds like dough
1: with my old, with my English degree and my yeah. first in an old English exam. <laughs> but
0: um, yeah, I don't know. It's like there are many old-timey words, I guess. But yeah, I've, it reminds me old-timey. of donuts, so I thought it's a a fun no, a fun I word.
1: Probably, I yeah. probably should have looked that up before I came on the podcast. <laughs> oh,
0: so it's I think it's it's good to to have like a mysterious name. <laughs> yeah. Keep that mystery thank you so much for exciting thank to be you so much for podcast. having
1: me mariana it's been great and i'll hopefully yeah. see you in the real world soon
0: yes let's see each other in the real world soon thank you so much for listening you can follow me at at beats on twitter and instagram for all dowry updates as all podcasts will tell you all rates and reviews will be super welcome and do share the podcast with your friends or on your socials hashtag DowdyPod. I would also like to know your picks of people who, to you, are examples of bravery. Share them on your reviews or tweet them at me. Huge, huge thank you to Champagne for the podcast jingle and a bunch of other things that are unpodcast podcast related. If you've enjoyed listening to Dowdy, have some spare to give and would like to support me and help me improve on my tech and skills, all tips are welcome through PayPal and Coffee on at Mariana's bits I've been Mariana Pejda. until next week.